so glad you're here today. My name is Lee Klein, and we are getting ready for Jesus. He's instructing us as how to be ready. And so he's telling us today how we need to think to be ready, and not only to be ready, but to have his blessings right here and right now. And he wants so much good for us. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you that you want good for us, and we want to receive it. We just give you all the praise and all the glory here today. We just ask you to just take over and go ahead and change what we think. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And so Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks, so is he. Jesus was showing me in a few things that were happening in the last couple days or last day or so, how what people were thinking really changed um, what they were doing and even their faith in Jesus. What you think can eliminate your faith in him. So even if you think he's not coming, then you're not going to be ready, right? If you don't think you're healed, you're going to constantly be saying, oh, I have pain. I'm not healed. I can't do this. I can't do that. If you think that you're poor, you're going to think that the same thing. I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't have any money. I, I don't have a good job. I'll, I'll never be anything. When you think things like that, you're really bringing on that very thing in your life because the word tells us, as a man thinks, so is he. And so if you turn that to think the word of God, to get on the same page as Jesus, he said, I'm coming, be ready, watch and pray. So if you're thinking that, if you purposely think that, you're going to be ready. If you purposely think that anything is possible for him who believes, he can work with that. If you think by his stripes you were healed, he can work with that. He can do whatever you believe he can do. So what you're thinking is vital to having God's best in your life. If you're thinking you don't deserve it, he's not going to do it, then it's not going to happen. And that's exactly what the enemy does. He tries to talk you out of it. And so whatever he can get you to think he can control whether or not you receive from Jesus, whether or not you're ready for him that day. So, for example, um, I heard this the other day. I can't remember exactly what the man died of, but he was just so concerned about having zero body fat that um, he did something to himself. And he was only in his 30s and he died. And I watched someone um, else that like freaked out because that person saw or heard something that the enemy just made a big to-do out of it. It really wasn't a big deal at all. But that's what the enemy does to try to control you. He tries to get you to think that God won't do it. You did this, you didn't do that. So God's not going to do that for you. But God is saying, I want to do that for you. And all you got to do is believe me and trust me. And you know, Jesus said in Mark 24, I mean Mark 4, he said, as soon as you hear the word, so like you can get this rhema word from Jesus. And I love those. And he, he says what he's going to do. And then the enemy comes right away and tries to get you on the complete opposite 
track in your thinking. And that's what Jesus said. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come. And if you don't understand this, he won't understand anything. He's going to steal the word from you if you let him. But you got to get to the place. You have to study the word. You have to be careful what you hear, which is the other thing he said. Be careful what you hear. Take attention. Take thought. Think the word on purpose. If you keep thinking the word, your faith is going to grow. And that's what Jesus wants you to know today. When you think the word, you're going to come in agreement with the word, with Jesus, and you're going to have faith. Do you believe I can do this? He said to that man. He said to the woman with the issue of blood. He said, your faith has made you well. So you have to have faith. You have to believe that he can do it. And the only way you can believe that is to listen to him and stop listening to the enemy. Stop looking at your circumstances. You know, Jesus is so wonderful, so loving, so kind that he just wants to bless you beyond measure. He wants to. But as soon as you walk away from him, as soon as Peter looked away, he sunk. He sunk. And Jesus said, why did you doubt? And so he's saying to you today, don't doubt. Why are you doubting? He wants to bless you, but you have to have faith. He's coming. Don't doubt that he is or you're going to miss it. You won't be ready. When you get on your knees every morning and you listen to him and you just sit there and, and, and bask in his presence, you're going to get faith. You're going to feel his love. You're going to know what he's, what he's thinking, what he's saying. You're going to know things to come. And so you're going to be thinking what he's thinking. And when you're thinking what he's thinking, then you're thinking right. You're thinking in line with him. You got faith. And then those things that he promises are going to come to pass. I did a teaching a while back called Don't Feed the Monster. And what, what that means is don't feed the doubt. Don't, don't let the enemy control you by coming into your thinking and telling you a lie, telling you the complete opposite of what Jesus said. Jesus isn't coming. You got time. Jesus isn't real. You don't have to get ready. You're ready. Don't have to get on your knees. You don't have time. He's not going to heal you. You're going to die of cancer. That's his plan for you. <laughs> and those are lies because he said, by my stripes, by his stripes, you were already healed. He took those stripes for your healing, not so that you would die of cancer. It doesn't say that. He said, when you tithe and give, he'd open the windows of heaven so that so much blessing would pour out, there wouldn't be enough room for it. If you believe you're going to tithe and you're going to give, and then you're going to believe that he's going to bless you, he wants to bless you. And that's what he's going to talk to you about. He's not going to talk to you about how bad you are. He's not going to condemn you. 
He's going to build you up. He's going to get you excited. He's going to get you skipping, laughing, being carefree. But it all comes down to sitting with him. Sit down with him. Come sit with me, he says often. Come and sit with me. You're not too busy. You got time. I'll multiply your minutes. Come sit with me. I have something to tell you. And then you can change your thinking. And when you change your thinking, you're going to live in the blessing. You're going to feel his love. You're going to want to please him by having faith in him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And so take careful. Take care. Be careful. Jesus said what you're listening to, what you think. So you listen to the enemy. He's going to get you distracted from Jesus. He's going to get you down and out. He's going to get you in unbelief. And then pretty soon, you're going to be worrying and stressed out and not believing the truth. The enemy's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he, Corinthians says, take captive your thoughts. He comes in your thinking and he tells you this thing. And you get all bent out of shape about it. And that's where your focus is. And then really that brings it to pass. And then you don't have faith in Jesus. And you're not representing him well. And then those who don't know him, who are watching you, that call yourself a Christian, they see you all down and out and and gloomy and they don't see the truth. And gloomy, they don't see the truth. And he wants us to show the truth. He wants to bless you. So let him. Think his thoughts. Think what he thinks. As a man thinks, so is he. Be careful what you hear. Don't listen to the enemy because he's going to talk you out of the very thing I said I would do for you. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are knocking at the door of our heart. We're asking you to come on in. We're going to heed your voice. And we know that you're going to empower us to do your will. And that you're going to bless us. We love you and praise you. We thank you. We worship you. We give you all the glory. I was just thinking when I said we worship you. He said when you, when you are um, in agreement with the doubt and the doom and the gloom, you're really worshiping the enemy. You're in a whole different place. And Jesus can't do anything. And so we prayed according to Revelation 3.20. Jesus said, if I'm knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite me in, if, if you will heed my voice, I'll come in and live on the inside of you. And so we pray that. Revelation 3.19 tells us he's going to correct us. Sometimes promises come with correction. Yeah, I'm going to heal you, but you need to change your diet. Yeah, I'm going to prosper you, but you got to stop using those credit cards. Stop feeding your flesh. Just come to me, and I'll give you more than you can ask or think. I'll give you what you need and more than you can ask or think. I'm in love with you. So if you said that prayer today, then John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. you got to get to know the Word. And that's how you get to know Jesus, and that's how you think His way. And you got to pay attention to the Word. Pay attention to what the Word says. Don't, don't let it go by. Don't let your days go by without listening to Jesus or you're not going to have faith for that thing that you need to have faith for. 
So thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you. And if you said that prayer, please let me know for the first time. Thank you. And if I ministered to you at all, I'd love to know that too. God bless you.